0: Hey, I'm Zanzi. Welcome to Farmers Inside Track, the country's most downloaded farmers podcast. This is episode 233. I'm your host, Donumdu. Now, farming, the climate and changing weather patterns go hand in hand. Climate change and farming are very often talked about at the same time, and we've had a number of experts join us on this podcast focusing on this topic. Now, in this edition, we share a guide on how best to prepare your land for winter as the season approaches. Foodform Zanzi commercial journalist Octavia Spandale chats to agronomist Lerato Buota, director and production manager at Farmerly Farms in Talton, Houting. Over to you, Octavia. Thank you, Dawn. Lerato Buota, welcome to Farmers Inside Track. Why is it important to prepare your land for the winter season?
1: Hi, Octavia. So in vegetable production, which I specialize in, you tend to find that most of your vegetable production takes place in summer. And with summer, in my region comes high rainfall, extremely hot temperatures. And because of this, the soil then takes a toll in this regard. So you find the movement of nutrients in the soil becomes more rapid because you Also, get your vegetable cycle in summer is quicker because of the sun's shine and also with the rain as well. And then, obviously, if you're under irrigation, because of that, your crop gets to grow quicker with the assistance of intense sunlight. So, whether you are adding artificial nutrients, which is your fertilizer, or you have natural nutrients in the soil already, whichever way it is, there's this constant movement in the soil with regards to crop growth, with regards to water moisture. With regards to temperature. And because of this, you tend to take a lot from the soil during the summer seasons. So, why it's important to prepare for winter is that this allows for your soil to be rehabilitated. A lot of times, you allow your soil to rest if you're not going to be planting any crop. It is very important to almost prepare your soil to be healthy and strong enough to take on the next batch of planting, which will come. In the following summer season.
0: What are your tips to prepare land as best as you can for warmer regions compared to the colder regions?
1: Speaking from my experience in a colder region, our temperatures, I think the worst I've seen is minus 7 to minus 10 in winter. And obviously, this then affects any crop growth. So it's very important that if you will be planting any vegetables in winter, that you choose a crop that has a high cold tolerance. There are not many crops that can take the cold and not many crops recover after being affected by frost. So it's very important to understand which crop that is. But usually what farmers do in colder regions, they will plant a crop cover. So what a crop cover is, it's just a variety of nutrient intense crops that will help rehabilitate your soil in the winter. So these crops don't necessarily get harvested. You usually would plow them back into your soil. And this is what we would call green manure. And you would then use this time, which is about three to four months of winter, to prepare your soil for the coming season. A lot of farmers do this because the cold is sometimes so intense that your crop does not recover. So you might as well use the time to rehabilitate the soil. So speaking to your seed suppliers, you could ask what is the best mixture for crop cover. So what crop cover is, it's just like I said, a mixture of crops. They would give you something like oats. They will give you something like a radish. They will give you crops that have high nutrient value. And what you do with these seeds, you would then spread them across your field, plant them very densely. They will be mixed. So when they grow, you will find that there's different varieties of plants on this one field. And what you would do, you would leave it so you would water it as you would water your plants often, every day rather. Water it, let it grow. And then what you would do after that, you would then plow it in closer to your planting time. A lot of farmers, what they would do, they would every month turn it. So when I say turn it, you would plow it back in, allow it to regrow, plow it back in, allow it to regrow a couple of times until your soil is then ready for summer planting. This then allows for your next batch of crop, your next batch of summer crop would then basically be planted on a rehabilitated soil. And then we can do the whole inputs of nutrients and all of that as you would see fit usually in warmer regions, they are lucky enough to still be able to grow crop during winter. So you would then find that you would grow a crop that replenishes the soil. So something like beans, most bean varieties replenish soil. So they put nutrients back into the soil. So you will come and find that a lot of farmers in the wintertime would then plant beans because it's also very stable on the market with regards to price. So as much as you are planting something, you are also harvesting. So you are getting money back, your winter planting. So there are other types of crops that can be planted, but the main one and the one that people usually plant because it gives a nice turnaround with regards to its growth time and with regards to its yield is beans. I've done green beans as well in winter when it wasn't too cold. And yes, you are able to to make money from your winter planting. So just to find a crop that is able to withstand the cold and that can give you a quick turnaround as well. And that's what I would then advise for your your warmer region farmers.
0: The irrigation systems will also be different during the winter season. Can you share how the temperature decreases plays a role and what should a farmer take note of?
1: I have not picked up any issues with the irrigation systems. I have not had to change my irrigation system because I use both sprinkler and drip. So I've not found any issues with the type of system. But what a farmer does need to take into consideration is the frequency of the irrigation and then also the time that they irrigate. So what I mean by that is that you need to ensure that the crop has defrosted in the morning. So let's say you're in a region where you are frost prone, you would then wait for the morning dew to dry out before you irrigate. Why you do that is that you don't want to add water onto an already cold plant because then it's going to take longer to defrost and then the growth for that day will not be much. So what you would do, you would wait for the dew to dry up. Once that has happened, this could be around 10 or 11 o'clock, you then start your irrigation. You want to do it as early as possible once the dew has dried up because if you were to irrigate later, that water then turns to frost in the evening. So you want to try to avoid your plant from getting frozen throughout the night. So you would try and irrigate midday. The latest you could probably push to is around 2 or 3 o'clock in the afternoon couple of hours before sunset so that the water can seep through and the plant can still have some time to partake in a little bit of growth before the nighttime comes. Cold delays the growth, whether it's a winter variety or not. It delays growth so you want to irrigate your crop but you also don't want to prolong the cold because the sunny days in winter is really short so you want to ensure that your crop gets as much sunlight as possible.
0: Why is it important to choose cold-tolerant varieties and what is the effect of nitrogen?
1: So nitrogen promotes root development which in turn promotes plant growth and that's the basic purpose of nitrogen and with regards to choosing your varieties. Choosing a cold-tolerant variety means that you will have a good quality product in winter but it doesn't necessarily mean that it will grow quicker but whatever you're going to harvest will be a good quality. But now in turn, if you do not plant a cold tolerant variety, if you plant a variety that's meant for summer, what you will get is stunted growth. So the crop will grow to a certain point and then not develop any further. For crops that do develop fruit, the fruit will be of poor quality and smaller in size. And you will also find that the crop will be in the ground longer because you, in your mind you would expect it to get to the size that it would get to in the summer, like during the summer season but it wouldn't get to that stage. So you will now find yourself adding more water, adding more nutrients, but then the growth still doesn't happen. So you end up losing money because you are trying to maintain a plant that is not meant to grow in the cold. A lot of times the crop dies out completely and it never revives. So it's very important to understand the crop that you're going to plant, the variety, and to make sure that even with that variety, it's a variety that can withstand certain temperatures. It's also important when dealing with the seed company to ask what is the lowest temperature the crop can take because with some varieties for your, your brassicas like your cabbage and broccolis, a lot of them can withstand temperatures up to minus 10. But you do find that if you push it to minus 7, sometimes the quality is not all that great. So it's very important to understand the temperature of the region that you are in and also to understand that how much cold your variety can withstand.
0: And finally, what are your top five
1: tips for farmers to prepare land successfully for the winter season? Thoroughly plan your planting. If you will be planting anything that needs to be harvested, you almost want to take advantage of your late summer, early autumn season with regards to the, the amount of sunshine that you'll be able to get. So you want to find yourself planting in late summer, early autumn, so that you are able to harvest a crop in winter. Number two is... Understand your temperature, understand how low your temperature goes. And this will then help you navigate the type of crop that can withstand the cold in your region. Number three, going back to the crop choice, you need to ensure that the crop that you will plant is something that's marketable. A lot of farmers plant things that cannot be sold on the market or something that is saturated in the market during that time. So understand the market and understand the crop that you're going to sell understand how that would work with regards to getting it sold with irrigation be very careful that you do not over irrigate and then this in turn stunts growth or allows the crop to grow slower because it's too cold so a lot of regions what you will find is that a lot of farmers invest in frost cover which is very costly but that does help throughout the evening so that your crop does not freeze so if farmers are in a financial position to invest in crop cover It's something I definitely do promote. And then understanding that what happens in winter needs to coincide with what happens in summer. So you want to plant something that will be out of the soil soon enough so that you can prepare for your summer season. So whether you are doing a crop cover or doing a vegetable, understand that your planting times will differ. Also, crops tend to grow slower in winter. So it's very, very important to make provision for that time so that it doesn't overlap with your summer season.
0: Thanks, Octavia. And it's an absolute pleasure to welcome you back to Farmers Inside Track, agronomist Lerato Bota, Director and Production Manager at Farmly Farms in Talton Houting. You can actually check out some of our earlier episodes of Farmers Inside Track. We did an interview with Lerato about how she navigates the agri space as a black bota. And that's a wrap from me, Dor Numdu, Octavius Pandil, our technical producer, Megan van der and the rest of the hashtag Team Food Thank you so much for listening. Bye for now. Life in South Africa can be a lot. I mean, scroll through Twitter for a minute and tell me I'm wrong. Thank God for South Africans though, right? We're inspiring and even on the bad days, we fight back with a smile. That's why I love Food for Zanzi so much.